Welcome to Leviton Contractor Connect. The content of this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. The opinions expressed by the guests do not necessarily represent the views or opinion of Leviton. Leviton does not make any representations or warranties with respect to the accuracy or applicability of the information. Hi, welcome to Leviton's Contractor Connect podcast series. My name is Tom Degden and I am the Contractor Channel Manager at Leviton Manufacturing. Today's podcast topic is women in the electrical construction industry. Data shows high demand for electrical installers today and into the future. While typically a male-dominated industry, more and more women recognize the opportunities and are entering the field. According to the New York Times, 2.4% of all electricians are women and 9.5% of electrical contracting firms are owned by women. It's my pleasure to welcome to the podcast Lauren Cox out of Sebago, Maine, and Tanya Hicks of Power Solutions out of Atlanta, Georgia, to the podcast. Lauren is fairly new to the industry. She recently worked for an electrical contracting firm, and she is now starting her own contracting company. I've seen Lauren's work, and I must say it looks top-notch, and it's clear she has a passion for the trade. Tanya Hicks has a very interesting background where she went through the IBEW's Electrical Training Alliance program, became a successful IBEW journeyman, and is now president and CEO of her own successful electrical contracting firm called Power Solutions. We found Tanya through a very positive New York Times article profiling her and her challenges and how her hard work led to success in the electrical contracting industry. We invited Lauren and Tanya because they have first-hand experiencing entering and succeeding in the electrical installation field. So welcome, Lauren and Tanya. Thank you. Thank you. First, can you please briefly tell us a little bit about yourself, what drew you to the electrical industry? And uh, let's start with Lauren, and then we'll go over to Tanya. Yeah, sure. Um, I actually never really had an interest in the electrical trade growing up. It was never really a thought for a career or anything like that. Um, When I got out of high school, I was originally interested in dairy farming. So I moved to Wisconsin when I was 18 years old and pursued a career in farming. Uh, I was there for a couple of years and realized that there's a lot of financial struggles that go along with trying to make that work. And I ended up moving back home to Maine. I was kind of at a loss with what I wanted to do in terms of a career path. I have never been the type to sit. I couldn't do a desk job. So I was like, well, maybe I should consider a trade. So I did some research on different trades. And at the time, uh, one of my good friends was a journeyman electrician. My uncle is a master electrician. So I, that kind of sparked the interest in getting into something electrical. I wasn't exactly sure where to start, so I was really fortunate enough to be able to email a bunch of companies and have people reach out, and one of them uh, I spent my first two years with, and they were awesome. I learned a lot. I was blessed to be with the journeyman that I had. He was awesome, made me feel extremely welcome, especially being the only girl in the company, of course. (laughs) So, I mean, the whole company was really great, and that helped keep me motivated the entire time, which was really nice. I um, uh, Just last Friday, I sat and I got my limited license, which here in Maine is a little bit different than a journeyman. It allows you to um, own and operate your own residential business. Uh, So that's why I went for that license, because one of my goals is to own and operate my own business. So um, 
with my residential experience. That's what I'm going to do moving forward. Tanya, how about yourself? Well, yes, um, I uh, started in the IBW quite some time ago. I don't want to date myself too much, but <laughs> I've been in business currently for 21 years as of December. Mm -hmm. And um, I got into it because I was going to college to be a mathematician. And I wanted to work like at the Pentagon, cracking codes and stuff, like mm -hmm. working with the FBI. And, and I know <laughs> and professor at the time, um, my stoichiometry um, professor was like, well, they don't hire women to do that. And the best you, thing you can think of, um, you, you best to be a um, focus on being a teacher. And I didn't want to be a teacher. And so I went home for the summer, worked on a construction site on a paper mill, saw industrial electricians using math the whole day. And I'm like, that's what I'm going to be. I didn't know I was, I was like 20 years old. So I didn't know it was supposed to be hard. Or I didn't, I didn't even know women didn't do it. And so I gave up my, my math scholarship to become a, a journeyman. And I started an apprenticeship program. It was free. So that was a good thing. And I went through five years. I became the first woman in my local. Wow. Yeah. And the, um, and one of the uh, first uh, uh, African-American women in the union in the state of Mississippi. So that's true. Yeah. I was, I was young and you know, you, you young, nobody can tell you that. <laughs> so I didn't even, I didn't even think about it being hard. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And well, shortly after, Shortly after that, um, after working as a journeyman for a few years, I kind of like told all the guys what to do all the time. <laughs> and somebody <laughs> suggested I start my own company. And that's what I did at 28 years old. Wow, that's great. That's great. And there is a lot of math. You bring up a good point. You know, there, there's some math involved with becoming an electrical professional. Good thing to point out to our audience. Uh, let's uh, Next question. Let's start with Lauren. Uh, uh, what do you enjoy about being uh, in the electrical industry and what do you like most about your work? We'd like to learn a little bit more about your experiences on the job. Yeah, sure. Um, like I said before, I originally went into farming for a career, specifically the dairy industry, which every day is extremely repetitive, especially with milking cows. It's the same thing every single day. And that gets old really fast for somebody like me. Um, I got really bored with the work. So that's probably my favorite thing about doing electrical is every single day the location is different the type of work i'm doing is different and the people that i get to deal with is different so every day is new and changing and there's constant opportunities to learn something new which is really important to me um as far as my experiences have been i've I've been extremely lucky that almost everybody I've come across has been really supportive. There's, I mean, there's been a few who haven't, but overall experiences have been really great. Um, the different jobs I've been on have all been awesome learning opportunities. Um, I, most of my experiences are in residential electrical uh, being non-union, most of the work is residential with a little bit of commercial. I've never really been on an industrial job. 
and I have very few commercial experience. So well, that's okay. That's why we we, we kind of have you and Tanya because I know Tanya, you know, with the IBEW right. background is more uh, in, dialed into the to that area. So we we got to have a, we have a well balanced uh, field here. So so that's right, that's uh, that's great. Good. So Tanya, yeah. as a woman in a male dominated industry, what challenges do you face, physical or otherwise? Well, in becoming an electrician, it wasn't so much as physical because um, I like to say we don't we work hard, but not as hard. I'm in commercial and industrial. We don't do uh, residential. And it's more of a, a mind and thinking with a lot of troubleshooting. Um, but uh, as far as challenges, most of the time it's it's. it's being accepted or um you know not have having to be twice as good to be considered equal it's still like this it's still the same um but one thing i can say like i've been on projects um as a journeyman or as an apprentice like it'll be 800 electricians on the job i'll be the only woman we are one we are two of the three percent of the electricians that are women in the United States, according to the Department of Labor. And so, you know, sometimes it can be lonely. I guess that's a challenge. It can be lonely. And um, other than that, you know, I think I'm just so used to it. I don't think it ever changes, but you get better. But you never had any as, physical, I mean, um, challenges, you know, physically lifting something or in that respect, I mean, just for the audience listening, if there's other women on the call, just trying to give them a full feel for. Uh, I'm I, like she's like you said. I'm union, so no, because we don't work that way. Um, in um in a union capacity, we work together. So you always have like a work buddy or an apprentice working with you, and we don't lift over a certain amount of pounds because we work together. So we lift together. Um, so physically I've never had any, um, challenges because it's not like, you know, you're pulling wire, of course, there's certain things you need to do. Sometimes I've had some advantages because my hands are smaller. And so when uh, your hands are smaller, you can fit inside and you, my, my body was smaller. So I could fit inside a switch gear or I could, um, wire things where a lot of the guys, their hands are a lot bigger. So, um, and like on DC doing, I guess not to get too technical, like DC battery backup jobs where we lace, you, um, you lace the wire onto the cable tray instead of it being inside of a conduit. And, you know, I could sew. So I would be the fastest person lacing those, lacing those, um, the, the, um, the wire onto the cable tray. So, and from a union perspective, we try to put people uh, or they try to put us where you can succeed because the goal is to get the job done on time, under budget. Got it. So it's it's that time constraint. So it's like you, thank goodness I've been on projects where you you, you want a whole lot of force playing or messing around because you are always under a time restraint. Time you got to get it done. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Tanya. We're going to take a very short break, but please stay right here. Leviton recently introduced Decora Smart Wi-Fi second-gen controls. The line includes a dimmer, switch, and mini plug-in switch and dimmer. These devices complement the existing Leviton line of wireless Wi-Fi products. 
They don't require a hub and install just like traditional devices. All Decora smart devices are easy to program and control through any smartphone. The second-gen devices work with the My Leviton app and are compatible with Amazon Alexa, Hey Google, Apple HomeKit Siri, IFTTT, and more. There are two new wireless anywhere companion dimmers and switches that can be installed anywhere without wires for easy three-way and multi-location control. Check out the entire line at Leviton.com. Welcome back. Once again, I'm Tom Degden and I am here with our special guests, Tanya Hicks and Lauren Cox, to discuss women in the electrical construction industry. Tanya, what advice do you have for women interested in becoming an electrical professional? And any tips for women listening today about entering and succeeding in the electrical construction field? I think my advice would be to find a great program. If it's not a union program, <laughs> of course, I would want them to be in the union. But um, find a great apprenticeship program that's going to allow them the room to grow. Um, you also want to be part of a, co a company culture that encourages um, women succeeding and also leading. And um, I think, you know, electricity is still the future. Um, my company, we do a lot in renewable energy. We do a lot of solar projects, um, but there's all from biofuels to hydropower to wind power. It, um, it's like, it's, it's a great career it's, uh, where they'll always have a job. Okay. Next question is for either one of you. Maybe we'll go to Lauren uh, first. Uh, data indicates an overall shortage of workers in the electrical field, both men and women. Any tips for owners of contracting firms on attracting and retaining female workers? Lauren? I think one of the most important things is just treating everybody equal. Um, I wanted to bring up something that I experienced not too long ago when I was looking for a new place of work. Um, I called a business asking if they were hiring because they had posted an ad that they were looking for a helper at the time, which is what I was. I called and I explained I had two years of experience and this was a residential company, so it would have been a good fit. And he asked me, well, are you a woman? Obviously, we were speaking on the phone and he could tell. And I said, yeah. And he answered with, is this a joke? <laughs> and I was, I, was, I was mortified. I didn't know what to say. And I mean, he took the whole conversation as a complete joke. And I feel like, you know, if you're interested in retaining employees, especially women, you know, we got to move forward and pass that to where we can treat the men and women equal. And I think the more women that get into the trade, the more normal it's going to become. All valid points. Tani, do you care to add anything to that? Yeah, it, it all comes from the top, from leadership. You have to press on your um your uh, your people all of your i mean everyone in the company needs to know that discrimination will not be um tolerated and um from an owner perspective any uh, in any male dominated field those are the biggest shortages of skilled labor because women are an underutilized commodity and if you want to compete and you want to win and you want you want your company to last you have to include women and incorporate women. And I guess from a granular thing, I would say, um, make sure women have their own port pot. Yeah, if I can say that. That's fine. That's good advice. <laughs> okay. Our podcasts are structured as a quick listen for our audience. 
While this concludes our conversation with Lauren Cox and Tanya Hicks, we invite you to look for and listen to our other podcast archive at leviton.com slash contractor connect podcasts. Uh, any closing thoughts, Lauren or Tanya? I would say, I would say, thank, I want to thank um, Leviton. Leviton is like, like res- respected in all of construction and, um, oh, thank you. and development. And it's like, it's one of the top manufacturers. And we, I want to say, I, I thank you so much for doing this and for recognizing us and for giving us a, a voice. And I would recommend Leviton to anyone. You have the great, best products. Thank you, Tanya. Lauren, any, any uh, comments? Closing thoughts? Um, adding off of um, oh, what Tanya said, same thing. Um, you know, the fact that you're, you're doing this, um, helping to normalize women being in the trade is awesome. Only thing I'd like to add is if there's any women who are listening to this that are thinking about getting into the trade or struggling in the trade with continuing, that just keep going, get that license because that feeling when you pass your test makes it completely worth it. And everything that you go through is, is just serves as a perfect reminder of how far you've come. So that would just be my last piece of advice is to just keep going. Great. Thanks, Lauren. And uh, thank you both for your time and insight. I hope you'll both join us again for another episode of the Contractor Connect podcast. So uh, bye for now, and we invite the audience to check out this clip on Leviton Pro Rewards program. Attention electrical professionals. Join the Leviton Pro Rewards program to start earning rewards for your smart product enrollment. Sign up today and receive 100 free bonus points. Visit my.leviton.com pro to get started.